three, two, one. What up? It is the Dennis and Andy Show Monday interview edition. We are here. We are live in your living room or your office or on your tablet, or maybe you're enjoying us laying in bed. Maybe. Well, welcome to the interview edition. Glad everybody could make it. We had an awesome weekend. We had a microcon at the brewery. We had beer. We had great food trucks. And most we, importantly of all, we had comic books. Lot we ate comic books. We ate at the garbage truck or whatever yeah. it's called. Literally the garbage truck. That was yeah. correct. It was some awesome food. I got my pizza pizza wraps or pizza logs. That's it. Yep. And you and got I had the Philly, Philly logs. Cheesesteak logs. Woo! It was good stuff. We had some micro brews. Dennis got his dark, crappy beer, and I got the nice ale, blonde, which is always better. Yes, the light beer that barely—it's just water with a little, a little stuff in it. Yeah, my glass was bigger. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> oh, look at that! I was hoping for a no, better retort than no, that. You weren't going to pull it out of me. Well, Andy. You know, since it's Monday and it's an interview edition, I bet we got somebody that we can bring on the show. We do. Waiting in the wings, bringing on is my buddy that I've known for freaking 30, technically 31 years. Oh, my God. It's Bart Sears. It's 31. He's frozen. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. What are you talking about? What are you doing? All right. I just saw something I didn't know existed. What's that? A painting of the Black Ruins of Aramore, the story we wrote for uh, Heavy Metals Wonderworks. Wonderworks. A painting? A painting of the... Who did it? I don't know. Michelle just popped it over the corner of the thing. Are they actually using it for something? It's on cover, I guess. It's covered heavy metal. Really? Wow. Hold on, I'm on a full screen. Hold yeah, on for a second. Full screen it up. It. Huh. That's interesting. Black Ruins of Aramore. It was what the, first, uh, the first Wonderworks story they did. What issue number is that wrote? supposed to be? I don't know. Number 30. Uh, Number 306. Oh, I would have they actually were doing that. Oh, there you go. Well, that's if they turn into a story, I'll be a little annoyed, but I guess I'll find out. I was gonna say, <laughs> that's how you find out. Lots of people saying, Hey, oh, look, we've got another one in the room. <laughs> Donald says, Go, box. You betcha. So, oh boy, oh, wait, let me look. I'm, there's got to be a go pack. Oh, no, there's not. Oh well, there there is as many go pack goes as there is 
go Cowboys, or how about them Cowboys? Oh, no, Boy, those are all... heard that since the 90s. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> Not when it mattered anyway. That's so, oh, God damn it. That's so hurtful. <laughs> Word, yeah. Words hurt. Words hurt. They sting yep. just a little. Sticks and stones do break my bones. Look, and of course, Michael chimes in with this garbage. <laughs> oh, the G Men. God yeah. damn it. They suck too. So I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> well, they suck too. Yeah, we, we were at the convention. So uh, um, anybody local, hopefully you made it to this fantastic convention. And as we were going through the boxes, you know, I got a lot of some gold key Star Trek. And I'll do a video later on that. But huh, guess what I found? Ooh. Huh. Beautiful. Right? Beautiful, fun comic book. How much was that, Dennis? How much is it? How much did you pay for it? Um, cover price is 75 cents. <laughs> and you paid, I want my two dollars because that's what it was. That's what it was. It was, yeah, it was a two dollar comic book. Yep, it's sure. Oh, real quick, fine. Uh, we were gone at three, weren't we? We we left at three o'clock. Yeah, we uh, left like right around three. Yeah, Susie, so. uh, Susie came and she ate at the garbage truck while we were finishing up. But we had walked around, we picked up all of our books, and we we kind of skedaddled at uh, at three. A lot, yeah, lot of stuff going there? on. We looked for you. We what was that part? Did you guys have a table there? No, no, no. We were just walking around. So it was a scaled down version, I guess. This is the first time either one of us has have went they've done it for three years it's always at this brewery but i guess the tables are usually set up inside the brewery but with the covid they were all outside so they had about half the amount of vendors as usual but it was still fun i picked up some fun stuff i got the i think the best thing i got was submariner number eight where he fights the thing remember that cover what busema did where it's awesome oh yeah so i got a nice copy of that so yeah, it was, it was good times. Nice. Yeah, so everything was outdoors. It was a perfect day. 72 to 75 degrees, just a perfect day to be out getting comics. That's right. So let's uh let's dive in. Uh we always ask out of the gate, Bart, if you can remember, and I know your memory, what was the first comic book you ever bought? <laughs> I will never remember that. Come yeah, on, I thought I, I I think I know the There's answer. No way I can remember that. Didn't no you? Way. Didn't you have I, me? Wasn't I was getting that? when I was three years old. We would go in the store, and Brett was reading them, so I would pick out ones and and get those and read them. And then I remember the one that made me want to draw comics. All right, well, fine. That's uh, fine. That's the. Uh, it was an eighty size, eighty page super giant, spectacular like detective. God dang, what was the number? It's that the, Neil Adams drew the Batman wolf, uh, werewolf story in. Yep, it had Batman. That's the one that I thought was one of the first ones. But yeah, yeah that's the. Oh no, that's right. You did say that was one that made you want to draw. Yeah, Dennis, you know the one we're talking about. Yeah, Bat, Batman's on the cover, and it's a smaller image. It's a it's an eighty page giant, and the werewolves in the background jumping towards him. Yep. So. I can't remember that, the number. That's a very good one, but that's that's just a general question we always like to ask. But that's, so that's the one. That's did one you get that, that real meaning? What when you got that? I don't think I know this. I don't think I've ever asked you this. Did you get that when it came out? Yeah. 
Oh, really? So you got yep. that off the stands, huh? Yeah, and I took tracing paper and started tracing Neil's stuff out of there. Oh, cool. I had no idea how to, you know, how to really do that. I don't remember right. what it was. I'm trying to up. think. That that had to be – god damn, now I'm trying to remember what year that book was because I actually – I think I bought a I copy. I was from 10 because that's when I remember. So 73. Was, I was going to say it was – I was going to say it's probably early 70s. Yeah. So that sounds about right. That sounds about right. So did you did you keep collecting after that? I was never per se a collector and we didn't have a shop I'd go like if I would go to the you know the spinner rack wherever I would go. You know, I never really right. knew when they came out. You know, nobody at the right. store ever could answer any questions about comics. So whatever they had when I went in, so I would, you know, I don't know, fall in love with some comic and then you know miss two issues somehow and then you know find so there were all kinds of gaps right so, uh, here it is you found the book 55 are you looking at it on the screen no that's not the that's not the right one. Oh, well if you find it and you share your screen i can share it and show it but you don't have to well i got two screens so that's kind of weird Batman number 255. Well, if you hit at the bottom of the StreamYard thing, there's a thing that says share. If you hit share, it'll let you pick the screen you want to share, and then I can pull it up. If you 74. Want. All right, I'll do that. 74. And then we can show everybody the one you're talking about. Share screen. You should have it, because I remember hunting it down for you at a show. Okay, can you see those? Oh, uh, wait. Screen two. Yeah. Share. Yeah, there, we go. there it is. Oh, yeah. That's, it. That's the good one. Yep. Awesome. If only they would have uh, got rid of those small panels on the side. I still love that, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. A, no, that's just cool. I did a cover for Darren for um, one of his books where – you know, the thing was to have the small panel there. Oh, you can stop sharing. Or do I have to? No, I got it. And Oh, uh, that's cool. I had the small panels at the bottom, which was really cool. Oh, wait, I did see that one. Didn't he already have that color? That's the one he already had. Yeah, color color, right? Oh, it might be out. I think it's out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that was with the, the Golden Age characters or whatever. So... Well, that's cool. What other artists besides Neil really like struck your uh, struck your fancy back then? Of course, Busama, but whose fancy didn't he strike? Right. Um, I really loved, and this I didn't put together till later. I really loved Ross Andrew. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Whenever I saw his stuff, I picked it up, and I didn't realize how influenced uh, my own art is by his until decades later. And I was like, holy crap. I look back at some Los Angeles stuff. I'm like, all right. He did impress me. So then in what ways do you see that? Posing. Action poses. Really? Yeah. I think, you know, how the lower legs go and the, the feet and stuff. A lot, of, oh, yeah. a lot of stuff like that that really strikes me. Were um, you talking more of his? So my memory, you know my memory. I can't remember. Exactly. Oh, I know. Are you talking as uh, DC or Marvel stuff or both? Mostly Marvel. I don't actually think of a DC book he did right now, except the Batman, Spider-Man, which was awesome. 
Right, right. Well, and then you know the story behind that was Superman. Neil. Oh, they redrew it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then John Romita Sr. went in and retouched almost every Peter Parker face. They were, the it, that, that was the very first crossover between the companies. Yeah, so you they know? had a lot of control and they wanted it to look a certain way. And it was great. Which it's yeah. funny because that was the one that DC had more control over. So you saw the, the you know the cool panel layouts and stuff. Because the one Marvel had control over that John Buscema drew, which I still really enjoy, but Shooter had control over it. So it's that six panel all over the place. And you're just like, man, why didn't you just let John do his thing? You know, like what he did in Avengers and stuff. Yep. You know, and even awesome. Conan. Yeah. I mean, and it looked like, I, honestly, to me, it looked like John was like, okay, here you go. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he hammered it out. He's like, oh, you, you know? just want me to do six panel grids? Here you go. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, it's still very nice, but you know, yep. what are you going to do? It's big John. Well, yeah. So, at what point did you decide? When did the Kubert School come into uh, come into the picture? Like, how did you discover it? When I was ten, I decided I wanted to draw comics. When I was sixteen or seventeen. I got really into dimensional animation. I had a little Super 8 camera. Mm -hmm. And I started uh, animating my little Mego superhero figures, which kind of sucked for animation. So I started <laughs> using G.I. Joe's and did some fun stuff with that. And I did some claymation. And then I started uh, sculpting and casting uh, foam figures that I built these metal armatures for. Like, you know, I learned from the King Kong stuff. Oh, yeah. Sure. The same way they did it. And I made a little movie of that. And uh, I wanted to go to uh, USC for film. I really wanted to become a director. And uh, in my, you know, genius brain, I came up with this plan that I would go to the Kubert School because I knew I would be able to draw comic books. I knew that I needed to learn a few things, but I knew I was good enough to draw comics at that time. So I knew sure. I could do that. So I figured I'd go to the Kubert School. Um, learn to draw comics and use my comics career to fund me going to USC for film because I knew that was expensive. And uh, at 17, I really didn't want to write the paper you had to write to uh, apply. For oh, really? Paper. Yeah. Even back then, you had to write an extensive paper, huh? As far as I remember. Right. Yeah. And I was like, eh, I don't even know what I'd say about why I want to be in film or whatever the heck I had to do. I had no idea. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there was no internet and I didn't know there's nobody in my school to ask. You know, I had a great art teacher, Mr. D'Angelo, who in when I came into ninth grade, he saw what I could do in my direction. He took me aside and said, look, I'm not going to make you do this shit. I'm going to give you this stuff and we'll figure out stuff you can do. Because oh, cool. obviously you're going to, you know, if you want to go on a career of art, you know, be an illustrator. He was not an illustrator, but he's like, I can I'll push you this way, which was awesome. So that was really cool. That was super helpful in, in probably my formation, just the attitude he had, if nothing else. So, yeah, so I decided I'd try out the Cuban school and, uh, you know, fund my film career. Nice. Favorite teacher, favorite teacher from the Cuban school? Jose Delvo. Oh, man, Jose's great. 
Jose was just so great. Now you didn't go all three years, and, and I, mean, I knew that. Now, you know, a lot of this stuff I, I know, but this is for everybody else yeah. watching. Um, year and a half, I think. Is that as long as you went? Not quite a half. I quit year and change. So did you? Before the break, second year. So you had Joe though, right? Yeah, I had Joe first and second year. Okay, you did. Okay, cool. Do you remember what he was teaching in first year? Was he story? It was the story one, whatever it was called. I can't remember the name of the course. Yeah, yeah. Narrative art or whatever they called it. I can't remember. Do you remember? No. What it was I think it was just narrative art. Yeah, I think it was just. Was. I think it was just blanket narrative art for the first yeah. year. He taught first and he taught all three years then. Right. He only I taught two when I, I went. I remember one time in class we had to do this. Uh, it was smart how they did it. They had us do like this story or a two-page spread of a story. I don't remember how much there was. And you had to shade it in pencil. Mm -hmm. so the whole thing was done on like a rougher paper and pencil shading. And when you finish that, they're like, okay, now you got to ink it. I was like, <laughs> you know, I was oh, like what? what? How do you do that? And Joe took mine as a, a tester. So he slapped tracing paper down over my shaded drawings and inked a couple figures. That was awesome. And I think the most memorable thing is it took him like a freaking minute. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like amazing. And, and, and you don't have it anymore, of course. I might. I got to look. Oh, man, know. you're lucky. Because he inked. I did a Justice League thing. And I didn't know how to do lighting on this one shot. And he did the same thing. He put tracing paper over it and just slammed some ink on it. And, you know, real quick, pulled out a brush pen, you know, way before they were cool, just whipped out this brush pen and winged it out. And I had it, but then a bunch of my Cuba school stuff got lost in a flooding type thing when I was, let, you know, back when I first moved to Florida, I stored a lot of stuff at John Beatty's garage and he had a little incident there. So the figures, I know, I know. So we got a question. It says, Mr. Sears, your work on XO was phenomenal. How did you find your inspiration with an iconic character who isn't a quote unquote big company character? That's actually a pretty darn good question. Um, I mean, there, there are actually, I think XO had a lot of things going for it. He was a barbarian, which I love, mm -hmm. and yep. a version of Iron Man, who I love as well and is really cool. Uh, so that really helped. But also I read, uh, before I started, I got the few uh, Valiant books that they had made uh, before I did XO14. And they were all really good stories. I got really drawn into the characters back then. So those three things uh, really helped pull me in. And um, I just had an affinity for XO, you know, in my own mind. So that was that. That's cool. That's wicked cool. What was your first first published work? Do newspapers count? Sure. Um. Yeah. Sure. Why not? In, we can in, go up the line. We can go up the line. When I was in third or fifth grade, I don't remember. My mother sent it to me a few years ago. She had saved it. Did I really? on these this black bark cartoon, and they did a feature on me in the local paper and printed the cartoon. Oh, that's awesome. That's so cool. Well, that would be the first. All right. Well, comic stuff now. 
Like, how did you break in? Let's go with how you broke in after you after you bounced out after. Well, actually, before break, because I know you did stuff before. Um, yeah, my first this is tough. I should actually have Dennis ask the questions because I know so much of this. And Dennis doesn't. So Dennis should probably be the one asking Dennis the questions. But but Andy's already half answering them, waiting for you to answer him. So we'll just go with that. <laughs> well, I was going to say. So after the Kubrick School, go from there. You, you what made you bail? Uh, I was I was burnt out. I hated to draw. I kind of always hated to draw and having to do it every day. I found brutal, and I couldn't bring myself to do it. Um, so. I got out. I said, this isn't for me. And I got out and I moved back home and moved furniture for a while and thought, my God, this really sucks. <laughs> Man, so, manual labor. This blows. Yeah, I was like, um, and it was, you know, my dad was the, you know, general manager or whatever of the company. So it was an easy to get the job. I didn't have to actually oh, okay. work there every summer anyways. Oh, right. But then I was like, uh, uh, I think first, yeah, so I was, I can't remember exactly the timeline. Somewhere in there, I did a, a short stint as a video graphics, a computer graphics guy, which was a lot of fun. It was for a small company, and this is back in 1984 or five. What computer and, graphics were being done back then? I mean, dude, I was uh, playing Atari back then. And I you knew what those looked like. I had to count every time I clipped the mouse and you, it would draw a straight line. Oh, God. And like for this space, I would have eight clicks. That's how much space they had in the game for graphics. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I think the graphics, I think the games were like 258K or something. I mean, it was insane. It's like Karatika. Those are the old games like Karatika and where you could either punch high, punch straight, punch lower, kick. That's your whole thing. No, it was way worse than that. What educational games, there was well, nothing. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I remember, wasn't it 83, 84 when Atari came out? Probably with yeah. like space invaders and shit. I mean, that's yeah, what we had. It, it was all pixel art. I mean, there was no yeah. graphics. So yeah, and they wanted me to stay on. I was like, eh, that's poor. <laughs> I can't stand it. But uh, I might have done that after. I don't know. I don't know where the timeline is anymore. But in uh, I decided after trudging through um, uh, some of those jobs that. Uh, I should probably draw comics and make some money. And I had a fa young family to support that it was just starting. So I did some sample pages. I think they did three. I wish I could find them. I can't even find copies of them. I have no idea what happened to them. And I uh, just showed up in Marvel one day back when you could just drive just down show up, and yeah. show up and ask to see who was free. And this tall, skinny, gangly kid came out who was Mike Carlin. And uh, took me back and introduced me around, and Larry Hama gave me some work. Oh, nice! And well, I was because we'll kind of I saw um, I can't remember his name now, but he was editing Spider Man then. And he said, "Ah, oh, if you were here you know, a couple of weeks ago, if you come back in two or three months, I'll have some Spider Man for you." I was like, "But no, I got Biker Babes." Uh, did that see print? No. I okay, didn't. that's what I thought. 
I remember seeing copies of it years ago when we first met, but I didn't I think it's all print. I think I have copies of both of them. I did two, and Larry Hama was was funny. He started cleaning the gun while I was in there, like it was all he was all badass. It was pretty funny. <laughs> he kept it up inside, and uh, <laughs> but back then I would have to think. Was it? Do you remember? Was it a revolver? No, I don't think so. No. It was a, uh, an automatic. Oh, wow. Well, oh, wow. We'll, we'll bounce around with stuff, but Eric McIntyre wants to know what's made and about and where can he get it. So take it away, buddy. Maiden, uh, all the main tales are revenge stories. Um, young women who've been cruelly abused or um, murdered or tortured or raped or whatever. Um, there's this force called the maiden that seeks them out and finds them and they become a vessel for this vengeful force that, uh, um, carries out vengeance on those that wrong them. And I'm saying that so badly. I should have prepared myself. No, that's fine. But this is maiden. Oh, hold on. I'll full screen, I'll screen it. it. I'm going to give me a second. There you go. Cool. You know, the other way, too, if you want, if you want to pull them up on your screen, I can share your screen, too. So if you want to do that, it's up to you. Um, let's see if I can do that quick. And it's in, and I can answer another part of it. It's in Heavy Metal Magazine. Um, I believe this is the part you'll have to answer. How many issues are? 305. Is the, 303, the first okay. chapter. In every... The first main story is five chapters. The first was in 303, the second in 304, the third in 305, the fourth in 306. We missed 307. The fifth is in 308, and the new story starts in 310, the second cool. story. Cool. So there you go. So it's in heavy metal, and I know for a fact 305 is out on the shelf. So you just have to go back and get 303 through 305. And, uh, you know, 306 will be coming out this month of May. So that's where that will be. Well, and that should be a special issue, right? Because aren't, aren't both of you going to be in 306 at the same time? Uh, yes, my CUDA drops in 306. Oh, nice. Yeah, I wasn't, you know, this is the BART, BART episode, so I wasn't going to say anything. But, yeah, CUDA, I thought, did I tell you that already or no? I don't remember. No. Yeah, 306 CUDA debuts, and then the next CUDA comes out in August, so whatever number that is. And I literally just started today. By the way, you stop. Oh, there it is. Um, do you want me to add that to the stream? These are just uh, images. Oh, yeah, this is grand. Cool. But that was easy to Ooh, give a I taste. Cool. Well, yeah, that's main. Oh wow! And yeah, we'll be in we'll be in heavy metal for the next six or seven years at least. We might have nice. some soon too. Very cool. Is there? Are they supposed to collect it at some point, or is that all in your? Yeah, we're doing pamphlet comics, which I guess is what you call normal comics now. Um, and the first one. Has already come out, which uh, 
compiled the first two chapters, and that sold out. So they're I it did. Yeah, and I think they're doing a second printing. I never even saw it come out. Yep. Because that's what Keith was telling me about um, Kuda is he reworked the second part of the story that I, like I said, I started drawing today because they're looking to put the two out together collected like that. And I, I never even saw it come out. So that's kind of annoying because I would assume it was a standalone book, right? Yeah, here it is. I'll share it again. Yeah, let's see. Because now I got to. I got to talk to this funny bookstore. There it is. Oh, and that's out now? Yeah, it came out a month ago or more. Yeah, I never saw that. I didn't either. Yeah, because I definitely would have bought it. The second issue will compile parts three, four, and five and finish this the first arc. Oh, cool. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, sweet. You'll have to send me that link later because looking at it, it looks like I just buy it from the website. Yeah. So and I can order two because I know Dennis wants one. Yeah, it saved me, saved me a little work there, Andy. Yeah, I will. Yeah, no, that's cool. I did not know they were doing that. So that's very cool. So definitely, uh, guys, you can also get it that way. Uh, let's see. There was another question up here. Oh, here's another question from Michael. If you can reinvent any character or team, who would you choose? Hmm. Reinvent. Single character or team. So. Well, I'd love to just take Batman and run with it, but who well, would? I mean, <laughs> I mean, there you go. I mean, that's that, but that's a it's a simple answer. But I mean, that's kind of to me, it's almost like, well, if he were to ask a follow up and say, "Who's your favorite DC character?" Would you say Batman then? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I, cause I think that's what it is. It's kind of like, who's your favorite character? You know, yep. would you ever want to, if DC, if DC said, Bart, we want you to do a Justice League mini, uh, Justice League Europe uh, miniseries or one shot, would you have any interest in doing that? My heart would for sure. And then it would depend on several other things. Well, besides, and you could write it. So creatively, you can write it. If I was going to do it, I would uh, beg for Keith and and uh, oh really, Mattis to write it. Oh hell yeah! Oh okay. Oh, yeah, I would cool. want I would want to relive that old glory. I mean, if oh, they yeah. wanted me to take over Justice League and do it a new way, that's a whole different right. Story. But if it was just a one shot to you know to harken back to the day, I would definitely want Keith to write the damn thing. Yeah. Favorite character in Justice League? Europe, that is. Justice League Europe. Captain Adam followed by Metamorpho. Yeah. What? You what? No love for uh, Crimson Fox? I mean, you did make her own. <laughs> she was on TV. That was her, huh? <laughs> that, that was supposedly her on I TV. Rock that... never hit her on TV. I <laughs> yeah. That was. Uh, let's see. Eric's got another question. Oh, wrong one. How was it dealing with Andy at the Kubert School? Well, we didn't go together. So, because I was teaching at the time, and there was this yeah. annoying kid. Oh, kid! He'd show up in my classes, skipping his third year classes to hang out in my class whenever I taught. And yeah, uh, and that was Andy. The that was. And I'd go hang out at his apartment afterwards and yeah. drink beer and watch him draw Justice League and. 
and do my homework. Yeah. So talk about art. Comics. Talk, talk about art. I sit on the because his his drawing table because he lived in an apartment. His drawing table was in the bedroom, so I'd sit on the end of the bed with a lap board. Oh my God! I just realized, Dennis. He was grooming me. Ew. That's so disgusting. I had no idea. I was, I was, I was so young and impressionable. I had no idea this older man was grooming me. So, so this was Bart's fault how you turned out. Yes. I was, you don't understand, Dennis. I was pure as the driven snow. You know, I was going to have a conversation with your mother, but now we know it's Bart. Wow. Had I known this when we were down in Tampa Bay talking, we would have had other words. <laughs> so, here, here, here's, a, here's a fun question, then we'll get back to the early part of your career. Read it, Dennis. I can't read that. Since you have known Andy for such a long time, would you say this is the most annoying his Cowboys fandom has ever been, or has he been worse? Oh, he's oh, been way worse. He's been oh. like, when the Cowboys were winning, like, like, like twenty-five years ago. You got to well, you got to remember when I met him was right when the dynasty of the Cowboys began, and when they went for the three Super Bowls. So of course. And you know how many shelters about here normally? Back then, it was I can't even reach as far. <laughs> That's right. Eric, Eric got it right. Grooming me for a successful career. That's right. Um, so what was what? Okay, so I have it, and I, I I know how your memory is. So I'll have to kind of prod to get some stuff. When did you do that Sectars mini comic? You remember that? Okay. Well, when I first got to Marvel, I did that the the first chapter of uh iron rose i think it was called which was never printed eight page backup or an eight page story for marvel black and white or whatever. oh that's the bike thing the uh, hama yeah. bike thing yeah and i had a pencil and thought i was luckily handing off to a skilled inker which turned out to be me unfortunately and uh and there i did the second one and when i knew i had to ink it and after my experience on the first one, I penciled the crap out of it. it took me forever. Even uh, though you were, oh, because you were going to ink the second one too. I, yeah, I figured I had to, and it really slowed me down because I, right. oh, I hated the first one. I really hated what I did to get it done. So I took my time in the second one, but I think before I did the second one, I did a Sector's toy job. Sector, yeah. The you this? Skulk and Trenkula. Yeah, but I don't. Which is a lot I don't of fun. know. Did did you do the cover? No, I didn't think so. I don't remember that mini comic, dude. You can't. I check eBay every now and then. I actually did. I did a live stream going reviewing a couple books uh, last week. I think during the week uh, on my own channel, and this was one of the ones I pulled up. Um, I'm just going to go full screen for a second so people can see it better. So, uh, so you know, what's that? That was fun. I really love that. Well, you can definitely see. I mean, this is this is like early, early. I mean, like you said, it's one yeah, of your first jobs. My second, I think it was my second professional comic book company job. But just looking at it, you know, the page layout, the way you did it, 
even just the subtlety with the head tilt of that monster in the first panel, you know, to his he his head is tilting, juxtaposing his shoulders, you know, it's got, and it's got so many key things like trademarks. And there's this one panel I'm looking for in here that, Oh, this, I love that. That's oh, trademark yeah. bark, bark female right there. <laughs> Yeah, that was so much fun. I wish I I wish that was all the stuff I got at Marvel. I would have never left there. But here's the panel that even to this day, if I didn't know it, I'd go, oh yeah, that's Bart. The twist on that guy and the camera angle looking past him and stuff, you know? And same that's with cool. the back shot. Yeah. And I was just thinking that. Which one was it? Yeah, the Ardberg. So this is something I, I check eBay every now and then. You just can't find them. So, so where did it come out with? I remember Sectars because I love the comic. It came with the, the cartoon. It, yeah, it came with the toys, right? With, you know, that it had the spider, which had the, you could put your hand in and move it. You know, it had a little glove in there for spider fingers. Yeah. And uh, the the action figure. So it was a big box. Oh, okay. Oh, came. so it wasn't just the figure with the car, no. with the, like He-Man did? I don't even know if they sold the figure separately or not, but I think that only came with if you bought the you know the bigger two pack with the the spider and the toy, right? Okay. And the guy. And you know, there's no credit in you don't. I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say you don't remember who inked it, or did you ink it? No, I didn't ink it. I have no idea. You didn't. Okay. I want to say Al Milgram, but that's probably wishful thinking. I don't think it was. I don't think so. Even at that time period, I think I'd be able to tell Al's inks. I, I would think so. Yeah. It was probably some newer guy. So then what happened after the two uh, Larry Hama jobs? Well, that recall. second one burnt me out of comics. I was just so slow. I wasn't making any money. I wasn't getting it done. So I just faded out of comics. And meanwhile, our good buddy Mark Pennington had been hired. He had graduated from Hubert School and got hired out of Hubert School to design G.I. Joe for Hasbro in-house. And uh, he was bugging them to hire me to do um, uh, what were called um, presentation pieces, mm -hmm. which would be like he'd design a character and an outside artist would take it and do some form of painting of it, you know, decent sized. And then they would sure. have a presentation for the owners and they'd show all these new potential characters and the owners would pick which ones they wanted to make into toys. And that was how they did most things in the line, I think. So, um, uh, he got me started on that. I remember my first painting. I can't remember the name of the character. It was for some monster line they had, which I don't even remember the name of. And it was this big goopy character. And I had this massive painting of it. And I never, and I, I had like two weeks to do it. And like, I finished the first one, well, I will say three days before it was due, I threw out the first one because it was such a piece of crap. So I painted a whole new one and finished it the morning of the third day and got in the car and drove it to Rhode Island since I no longer had time to actually FedEx it. Oh, wow. I dropped it off at the gate or with the guard or however that was. And that was my the first one I did for him. And then I started doing uh, G.I. Joe presentation art for them. Did you work in-house? 
Did you nope. ever work in house? Yeah, but this was out of house still. Right, right, right. I did I that just, for a few months yeah. and, and did some other freelance jobs um, for TSR, which ended badly because I got, they offered me an in house job, which I took. TSR? Hasbro, Hasbro did. Oh, yeah. And I took the in house job and then I wasn't able to finish my TSR work. So that oh. flittered away because I could never do the two things at once. Painting would kill me. I'd go into work and, you know, we'd work kind of across from each other and he'd be over there inking pages. Oh, really? It has, bro. <laughs> or sleeping <laughs> under his desk if he had a long night. Mm. And I could never do outside work at my Hasbro desk. It just never could. Right. But it would crack me up. I'd go in and be. So what, what projects did they have you on at TSR? Uh, I did a Wolverine adventure book, which I think Gus Andy's reaching for. I did a Doctor Strange adventure book. And then I started to do a, um, a uh, I don't know, one of the fantasy ones that is what I bailed on and got fired off of. I can't remember the name of that one. Okay. But I only got a few drawings finished for that. I think they used them in the book and got somebody else to do the rest, but I don't remember. Well, that's cool. Then what what took it back to comics? Well, it's funny because I worked at Hasbro a year exactly to the day. I had really? I had my exit interview when I was leaving the building a year from the day I was started. Oh, wow. Cool. Uh, but I they brought me in to help on G.I. Joe and they immediately bought cops from some outside source. So they put me on cops and it was really cool because they wanted to do it on the G.I. Joe buck, you know, those little skinny shoulder guys, but they were going to do them, I guess, five inches instead of three inches. Mm -hmm. And I talked them into doing the different size heroic bucks. So we got to do the fat guy buck, the skinny guy buck and the muscular guy buck. Oh, right. so I the bucks for them. And then engineering, of course, made them work. Um, but uh, that was really cool. So I got to design the cops line. And uh, that should have been really successful. But they kind of didn't. The way the toy business works, my understanding is they didn't print enough on their first run to fulfill orders. And so the second year was doomed because they didn't, never fulfilled orders on the first. Because yep. they had aerators at the same time, which was a company-owned product. I don't know if you remember aerators. No. Yep. Nobody does. Oh, aerators. Yeah, yeah, aerators. I do. I don't, I don't think I ever saw them, though. Did they, they actually go to production? Crap out of that. And they no. sold nothing. So when you go into, like, the Hasbro store where Hasbro employees could shop, all they had was aerator stuff. I mean, uh, they had tons of that that they could never sell. So my understanding was that they um, killed cops to try to push aerators. Oh. Which is stupid because cops, I guess, people really enjoyed it and couldn't find it in stores. So it was good. They kicked themselves in their butt. But I did cops, and um, DC was brought in to do the comic book. Andy Helfer and oh, who was the writer? I'm blanking on his name, and I feel bad. Oh, shit. Was it Barr? No. Was it Mike Barr? No. I don't think so. No. I uh, remember. I'll think of it. I'll look it up quick. But um, they came in to uh, talk about the the line. And usually they just talk to the marketing people. But the head of marketing, he was a super cool guy. 
and he liked me a lot and knew I liked comics. So he let me come into the meeting and helper. He, and he's like, bring your comic card, bring your comic card. So I was like, okay. So I brought some of my stuff in and, you know, all my stuff for, they had all my stuff for cops and Doug Mench looking through Doug Mench. Doug Mench. Doug Mench. Sorry. Sorry, Doug. And, um, I remember Helfer kind of looked up at me and said, Hey, you want to draw some comics? I said, sure. So he hired me. Uh, yeah, so he started talking to me and hired me to do cops number three because it was already late. Imagine that. That's my first clue about how comics work. Yeah. Cops issue three of a brand new comic series. Of course. Um, but, uh, you know, I called Andy when I got the job and I was like, okay, I quit. He's like, oh my God, you can't quit. I can't, I can't guarantee you comic work. I'm like, don't worry about it. I'm fine. Just send me the work. So I did cops number, th no, cops number four he hired me to do. I'm sorry. Cops number four. So I, I did cops number four. I quit Hasbro because I knew I could not do both. Oh yeah. Um, and I quit uh, cops. Yeah, number four. I did cops number four, and then I finished that and said, "What's next, Andy?" And he said, "Okay, I need you to do cops number three. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "You're kidding me, right?" And uh, nope. So I did uh, cops number three, and said, "What's next?" And he said, uh, "I want to make you a new Arsenal Inspector." I said, "Okay, sounds great." So somewhere in there, uh, I moved. That doesn't matter. Um, he sent me Spectre number, I think it was 18, 24 page stories back then, which I yep. love are great. And uh, I was, I had finished the sixth page and I got a call on a Monday morning and Helfer said, Hey, we're doing this big crossover event, Invasion, and the artist just quit. I need you to do issue three of Invasion. I'm like, sweet, 80 pager. Sign me up. Nice. Like, yeah, Keith Givens writing it, you know, so you'll have layouts, which is how Keith writes, which is awesome. I learned, I don't know how much I learned from that though. I can't even put a value on that experience. Um, I'm like, great. Sounds good. He's like, okay. Um, you gotta finish Spectre first, though. I'm like, okay. Yeah, you know, of course. Sure. He's like, I need you to be in the office this Friday to talk about invasion. I'm like, okay, I can drive down. He's like, I need you to bring Inspector finished. I'm like, uh, it's, you know, two o'clock Monday. I just finished page six. There's 24 pages in this story. I have to leave at 6 a.m. Friday right. to get to New York by, you know, noon or whatever. That's 18 pages, Andy. That's three working days, really. He's like, yeah, I know. You can do it. 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 This is a lot of my conversations with Andy. There's no way I can do that. Yes, you can. You can do it. You can do it. And uh, somehow I did it. I urge you not to go by Spectre 18. And Mark Pennington, I got to be my yeah. anchor. And the first six, five, that's five or six pages look great. And uh, beyond that, close your eyes. But Cover's really nice too. And I drove to uh yeah, he saved me on that. Cover's he great. To, he didn't have to do 18 pages in three days. Um, but he was new. It was his first, you know, big job. 
which was really cool and uh to be able to work with them like that but um yeah so then i drove to new york i got you know there's no reason for me to go down there you know, like this invasion uh, you know whatever just but anyhow so i started invasion the next week and i had to do eight pages a week for 10 weeks to get it done Oof. i think now is bullshit timeline but they all were so who knows oh yeah i did it and the only way i could do it is i took Andy's script, I blew up the page to 11 by 17, put it on a light box, put it in my borders, made something cool, and went to town. Somebody's going to go buy... Pages out blind. AJ Cubs going to go buy Spectre oh, AT right now. Telling me, man. <laughs> me. Where did you... Where did... Uh, that single issue of armor fit into all this? Because I thought that was before DC, but it wasn't. Yes, that was before Hasbro. Maybe some of that's what I showed Andy. I don't remember. But I took forever on it because I, I don't think they ever actually fired me. No, I don't think they did because um, I finished that issue and they had Rudy Neves ink it and it mm -hmm. looked spectacular and absolutely nothing like what I drew, which right. is fine. I was okay with that. And uh, uh, they called me and asked me if I would do armor regularly. And I said, is Rudy going to ink it? And they said, yeah. And I said, well, can I just do breakdowns? They said, no, we want full pencils. I said, well, if Rudy's going to ink it, it's absolutely useless for me to do full pencils. And we had this back and forth. And they wanted me to do full pencils. And if Rudy was inking it, there's no way I was going to do full pencils. So I said, no. Sure. Yeah, no, I mean, that's a, it's a, it is a, it, it's a great looking issue, but there's got to be, even to this day, when I look at it, I, there's like just these few things that you do that if people know, can go, oh, yeah, that's Bart. Oh, yeah. that's Bart. But if you just give it to somebody and go, who drew this? They think it was probably, you know, somebody in Neil's studio with Rudy, you know. Yeah. Fixing it up. Yeah. And Rudy's great. I mean, he did. He does a phenomenal job. I wish I had one of the original pages, honestly. That stuff was, that was cool. You just got to call up Neil. He'll give them to you. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably watching. Neil? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's doing his own live stream right now. Um, uh, let's see. I, uh, it's Jack and Joe. I'll assume you might know who that is. I know Jack and Joe. Okay. Good. Just want to, want to acknowledge that they said hey. So um that's i you know i like i said i knew about most of these stories and stuff i will do this we'll jump up to this issue of uh spider-man that you know so dennis is a huge x-men fan you know okay. huge x-men fan i'm gonna bet i could be wrong but i don't think dennis owns this issue that has an x-men character in it Ooh, with that great cover i like that cover peter parker which one is it here, I'll full screen for you. I know your eyes suck, Dennis. They do. Four. Number, number four. I'll tell you in one second. But wait, Dennis. I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure I do. The, the one time, and just from this one page, I was like, damn it, I want to see Bart draw a full issue of X-Men from this one page right there, that one panel. See that bad boy, Dennis? I do. I do. It looks awesome. I forgot about that. 
I don't have any of that art. I don't have any art. So what am I talking about? I know. I was going to say you don't have anything anyhow. So I don't think I even have JPEGs of of the pencils in that, or scan yep. or copies of the pencils in that. I was going to say copies, maybe. I you own have it. it? Yeah. Do. But it's not signed, though. That is true. It is not signed. We'll fix that. <laughs> okay. Well, I know we'll be going down to Tampa Bay sometime here. That's right. Uh, he says he remembers that cover, and that's Joe. Um, all right, Dennis, ask some questions, man. Don't just sit there like a little bump on a log. Come on now. You guys have been doing good. Well, everybody, you know I'm – I'm a huge X-Men fan, and, and, and yeah. I mean, I, I wish you would have done, like, a ton of X-Men because I just love your work on it. Um, uh, out of the X-Men, who is your favorite? That's an easy one. Is it? Wolverine. Who? Wolverine? Oh, yeah, Wolverine. I, I should figure. You're a Batman guy, so it would make sense awesome. Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. So if they will, if somebody walked up to you right now and said, million bucks, you can draw what any character you want that you didn't create. We already know Batman. How would it be? I don't know. Hmm. Well, for a million bucks, any character I want that I didn't create. Yep. Casper. Casper, you bet. The ghost. <laughs> Five minutes, one million bucks. What are you talking about? It'd be that Alpha Flight snow issue that Bart Sears wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you even say Casper? I'd just be like, oh, I'm going to draw all the X Men in a blizzard, and I'm going to model it after Alpha Flight number six or whatever issue it was. So, you know, the correct answer to that question, by the way, was First Man, but that's okay. I've drawn it. I've drawn I, him. I, no, no. He said that you didn't create. It didn't have to be somebody you've never drawn. Oh, here you go. That wouldn't be first, man. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> Penumbra. That's I was going to say it'd be the female. <laughs> yeah, you know, the funny thing is, Michael, I, I saw that long box, that short box of wizards, and I was looking through it because there's one issue of wizard I wanted, but he didn't have it. So That's because uh, Michael got it. One of your buddies, no, it was before he bought it. One of your, I assume this is Joe says, if Bart could be any superhero he wanted, who would it be? Ooh, not not draw, but actually be. Well, I mean, you've got to say you can't be Superman, right? Because that's like every power. So who wouldn't pick Superman? Right. Um, well, Superman doesn't drink well, scotch. You know who, who does? Else? Constantine. I would pick Batman from the movies because his superpower is he's super rich. That's true. Constantine. Oh, well, what about Tony Stark? Tony Stark drinks. Oh, yeah. was that whiskey? You could be Tony Stark. No, this is scotch, my friend. I know. That's what I was trying to think. Was it whiskey that Tony drank? <laughs> Agent <laughs> Cub says, Bart, would you sign my copy of Spectre 18 I just bought? <laughs> Here's my question to Agent Cub. Where the hell did you just buy it? Because if it was eBay, it couldn't have cost more than a buck. You're paying well, more for shipping. Wow. Why would you say that? Because it's Spectre. Nothing to do with Bart. <laughs> um, 
Uh, damn it. I had a great follow-up fun question too that I totally forgot because my mind's going. Oh, this was the question. Who's your favorite Batman actor out of all the Batman actors since there's been so many now? Uh, uh, I, I know it's George Clooney, but omit him. <laughs> I never thought I would like Michael Keaton, and he proved me wrong. But my favorite was uh, uh, Ben, what's his name? Affleck. Was it because of that? Of, of, I assume it's because of his acting and stuff and how he portrayed the character, not just because of the costume. Because I like, I like Affleck as well, but I really love the costumes. I think they finally got it right. I think, I think him as Bruce Wayne and him as Batman was perfect. And I did love that thick, yeah, kind of armored yeah. Batman look because that's, that's how I drew him in Dark Knight Twenty Three. Yeah, you know, yeah, just like muscles, but that's what they were going for. So I like that a lot. Uh, see, I, I I thought Ben was the perfect. I actually thought he was absolutely perfect as Bruce Wayne. I thought he was a good Batman, but I thought he was hands down the best Bruce Wayne to to ever be on the screen. And that surprised the hell out of me. Yep. Well, who the hell is your favorite Batman then? If it isn't if if you're saying that Ben, this is Dent for Dennis. If Ben was. Your favorite Bruce, but you didn't love him as much as Batman. Who's your favorite Batman then? Mine would probably be Christian Bale, followed by Michael. Bale yeah, was really good. Yes, I liked him. I couldn't get past it. You know, he just he was wearing body armor. But the third movie, I thought was yeah. Well, yeah. you know, because was... I mean, I agree with Michael Keaton. I mean, I still hold. It's almost a draw for me with Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck because I still really like the look of the first Batman costume that Michael Keaton wore. Yeah, that was you know, cool. Besides, yes. besides the fact he couldn't turn his head, yeah. you know, seriously, he couldn't. But right. I really like the look of the, the costume. It looked really cool. But then, you know, I just think <clears throat> what they did with Ben, they just couldn't do back then. Oh, no. You know, they didn't have the, the technology for that kind of. Right appliance and stuff right um but, but then again i thought stupid parts. I, yeah i thought jack was a great uh joker i really loved his rendition oh, yeah. he surprised me with it i thought he was going to be terrible but i loved him i yeah. agree i agree what Although, did you think of uh jared Le jared leto's joker in the very end of Justice League, the Snyder Cut, because you saw that. You, I know you saw the Snyder Cut, but you saw that scene too, right? Yeah. I, I mean, it's okay. I didn't. Yeah. I, I don't think it holds a candle to Dark Knight Two, uh, and um, I'm sorry, what's his name? Who did Joker? Oh, Heath. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. That was just unmatchable. I don't know how he did that. That was just yeah, brilliant. I thought. What is the what if you pick one job out of your whole career that you just love and it can't be any of your own stuff? So no ominous stuff. No, I don't love any of that. Well, you know, I was trying not to have you say that. <laughs> it's hard what blood man. Because I like things for different reasons. It's hard to have a favorite. Like nobody has a favorite child, right? Well, I mean, I only have one, so I do. I stopped it. I stopped it once. I don't have to answer that question. Um, but um, and yeah, you can have a favorite child. You just don't want to say it on YouTube. 
I, I have a handful of favorites. Okay. Like what? The first Dark Knight trilogy. I did 2021, 20, Oh, right. Yeah, Legend of the Dark Knight. Yeah. Are like one issue to me. The second one I did, uh, Dark Knight 200. Mm, yeah. Double-sized. Um, so Batman, imagine that. I was going to say, uh, yeah. The... <laughs> I really like the Cat Falcon stuff I did. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Until I had to, you know, start aching it because right, got flamed out. But yeah. don't like that stuff so much. But the stuff uh, I penciled Bobby Ink was great. I like yep. that. Um, I can't think of anything, so I'm looking at my shelf trying to get some idea. While you're doing that, Justice League Europe. Is there any single issue? Of Just What's that? Blade. I got the oh, Blade. The Blade. Oh, I know you. I think your favorite issue of Blade. Pages. What's that? That's pencil six pages of Blade, and that's some of my favorite stuff. Yeah, but if I remember right, we were talking one time. Isn't your as a whole that Wizard Half your favorite? Yep, that's pretty cool. And some Kevin Jenkins, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Which is Justice just awesome. League Europe. If does any one issue of Justice League Europe automatically pop up? The extremist issues that yes. that run. Yeah, I yeah. literally hated the fact, because I didn't find out until I drew it, that they were animatronics from a theme park. Right. I hated that, but, I mean, that was Justice League. Um, I did, years later, do a proposal to DC oh, yeah. and the extremists and used a bunch of unused characters, which I really loved. It was really cool that I was going to do until... Things flamed out with me in DC. Right. So that sucked. I'd love to do that again someday because that was a blast. Oh, I yeah. Love the no. That'd be really cool. And that, that art and that run of, in that time of uh, Justice League was, was top notch. Randy was hitting some his stride and I was feeding him good stuff. Yeah. That was fun stuff. Well, you could definitely see where you, you just hit this peak. Not peak, but you hit your stride. Yeah, you know, um, that's kind of a peak. I mean, some of the later stuff yeah. I had to do while I was doing Dark Knight, so it got a little rush. Maybe I don't know. Didn't feel like it, but yeah, I don't remember. I do know that kind of. Well, I remember the first page of Dark Knight. You originally, because I remember that was Helfer, wasn't it too? Yep. Yeah, because Helfer, this is great. Helfer was always like, "Okay, on this Dark Knight, you don't have a deadline." Take as long as you want. It's not scheduled. So he drew this first page. And it's the first page that's in the first issue. But he rendered the shit out of it. Like tons of feathering, really lush looking. Yeah. Like you almost don't want to ink it. Yeah. So <laughs> this Randy, is would have, Randy would have had a dream ink. Yeah. And this was when I was in the Kubert school. I was in the third year of the Kubert school. And, um, <laughs> You know, and then Helfer hits hits him with the bomb of, oh no, there's a deadline. It's going to come out. Uh, we need you to get the book done. So he's like, okay. So he traced it off and went with the style where he didn't sharpen his pencil. And uh, I thought, you know, I think once you hit the once again hit the rhythm I, on that, I style, love that stuff. Honestly, that stuff is I awesome. Love that stuff. I wish I had the balls to do that on every job. I love it's it. awesome. It's very, you know. It's, I found I could pencil it driving in a car or riding in a car. Yeah. It, well, it's just. it's. I had to do it so fast. I had no choice. And I, I had to travel during that time. 
Yeah. Uh, I was able to, you know, get a half page done in eight hours in the car. It was awesome. And Randy, <laughs> Randy inked the shit out of that stuff, oh, too. Great. That was, that was awesome. I love that job. Actually, you know what? If I remember right, didn't Steve Olaf color that stuff? Yes, he did. He did a good job on that stuff, too. That's that's was, one job that, that I know was, got. That was still when the paper wasn't glossy. Yeah. So it was like fully computer colored. Well, simply computer colored. So they had right. it had, um, you know, fades and tone in it. But it was that paper that sucked in the ink. So it was kind of muted. Mm -hmm. oh, that's how I'd like every comic to ever be printed. Well, and the thing, too, is that's one of those jobs that I know got a reprint. I want to say in Germany. Did you get one? Because it's never been reprinted over here, but they did do a reprint in a foreign country, and I want to say it was Germany, but I don't recall. You're, I guess you're right. They never did that one. No. They never even did it in a compilation of like, oh, let's reprint, you know, eight issues, two story arcs. And they've reprinted three issue story arcs before, so it's just one of those things where it's like. And they, they did my, uh, the 200. Yeah. And it's awesome because they did it on that that muted paper. Did they really? Yeah. What's the tray paperback? What's the cover? Oh yeah, it looks awesome. I love it. Yeah, this. yeah. It's, it's so muted. Yeah. It's just, it's just beautiful stuff. I yeah. Love it. Yeah. No, that's cool stuff. Like that. hmm. That's super cool stuff. Huh. I think it's the only one they didn't reprint too. I think they skipped over. Huh. I don't know about. I mean, I know they reprinted. No, that's not really true because, if I recall, they never reprinted like the Gil Kane three issue story arc. They they really picked and choose with the Legends of the Dark Knight and what they wanted, you know, to reprint. But they did reprint the Venom storyline with that was Russ Braun inked by Jose Luis Garcia Lopez. But I think the only reason they did that is because of a kind you know the Venom stuff. Isn't that the stuff that turned Bane into Bane or yeah. some shit? Yeah. That was the, why. That, uh, story that told the origination of Bane. Yeah. Oh there you go. Eclipso and Stipple. Oh yeah I remember that. Yeah. All that those was a crazy circles. Yeah. Well that was like the cover you I did, did on Justice League Europe with all the goddamn starfish. Yeah, oh. that was an, that was another That's one. A brilliant idea for a cover. I was in my I was in a senior year at the Kubert School. That was another one. I was doing homework in your you sitting on the edge of the bed on my lap board. And you got this idea and you're drawing all these little starro starfish all over the cover. So that is just the craziness. What is uh? What, right, well. I'm trying to think. Any other uh, questions you got there, big guy, Dennis? Well, yeah, the the one. Did you ever? And I was trying to. I don't think so. You never drew Alpha Flight in any. You didn't guest pencil, did you? I don't think so. I mean, I've drawn um, Sasquatch. He was an Alpha Flight, right? Yeah. yeah. That that's what I wanted to know because he's one of the coolest ones. Like John Burns, for me, John Byrne, his Sasquatch is one of my favorites, and I kept saying. I wonder. I wonder what Bart Bart Sasquatch. I bet it would be really freaking cool. You got it, Dennis. You have to own it. I'm done, my friend. You own it, Dennis. You have to. It was a saber tooth miniseries. That's X Men. It's a trade paperback too, and I'm not joking. I'm saying, how could you not own that? It's I would own it. 
I would own it, but I don't remember. That's why I'm saying I'm asking. Did I would not know that? There it is. I, I didn't remember that. Yeah, Sasquatch is in it, and yeah, yeah it's kick ass. miniseries that they did a trade from, which I should have, but I don't see it either. That was the one where you drew a page that they said was too gross, and you had to redraw. Yep. Because yep. they showed the spikes going through Sasquatch. So I had What's to, that called? A bungee one. pit? Pardon? Is, that, is it a bungee pit? Is that the name of yeah. it? Uh, yeah, Sasquatch fell into a bungee pit, and he did a splash page looking down on him. Sasquatch is on his back with all the bungee spikes coming through him, and they're like, yeah, you need to redraw that. <laughs> it was a splash. So the splash became the edge of a pit, Sasquatch looking over it. Okay. All right. Oh, look at this. You turned somebody into a box fan. Uh, I got paid for it. Look at the That's power awesome. you had. No, Leandro, Leandro Allegren says Bucks is my new NFL team because Bart's here said so. Yes. That's awesome. Michael Michael actually wants to ask Dennis a question. He says, what is that shirt and why did you pay for it? Oh, no. And did you pay for it? Sorry. Uh, of course I paid for it. It's Star Trek. It's all the captains. It's, it's all the captains. And then it actually lists them. And, and then even on the back, you know, it's. Starship Enterprise, yeah, baby. This is a this is a three sixty degree shirt. This ain't just one side of a shirt. I mean, of course, I paid a lot for it. All right, Bart. No pressure because Dennis is here. Pick one: Star Trek, Star Wars, Star Wars. Oh God damn! Hold on, Dennis. I'll do it for you. You lost him. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that that's two shows in a row. You've knocked me out, oh. Andy. I did watch every episode of Star Trek when it came out with my bowl of chocolate ice cream. Couldn't nice. wait for it. Love that show. Yep. Hey, here's a little tidbit that I didn't know, and I'll see if Dennis knows this. I don't assume Bart, you will, because you're not a Trekkie. I did not know this. Graham Nolan actually told us this last week on the professional stream. Um, oh my God. Now I'm blanking on the name. Hold on. I got to look because he texted it to us. You remember the woman from the fifties that had the, had the puppet. She was very popular. Oh, yeah. One of the, yeah. She wrote an episode of Star Trek. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you knew that. Did you yeah. know that Dennis? Do you know who I'm talking about? No, I'm trying to think a woman with a puppet. I'll tell you in a second. Hold on. It was, uh, DC Fontana. No. <laughs> No, I'm looking at my I'm looking at my text because Graham texted it. Sherry Lewis. Yeah, Sherry Lewis. And it was the lights of Zatar. Oh. She no. wrote that episode. Yep. Huh. See? You wow, you knew that Dennis every did. day. Favorite captain, Dennis. Ah, uh, Kirk. I actually have a t-shirt, which had I known this, I would have wore that one. It's the 10 reasons why Kirk is better than Picard. Oh, it's a tough one. It's and that was actually printed before the Picard current season came out. Otherwise, it would be a hands-down no-brainer. <laughs> uh, let's see. Favorite current show you're watching now? Uh, the new season of Handmaid's Tale. We just started that. Oh, okay. I've never watched Which it. Which is much better than I expected it to be. 
honestly. Have you watched? And if you haven't, don't waste your time. Stow away yet. I have not. <laughs> well, then don't. That <laughs> good, huh? Yeah, Dennis and I both watched it. We're, we're, we're going to talk about it on Friday. Yeah, you know. There's not much to talk about, but we are going to talk about it. I, I think when it actually ended, it was one of those endings where you're you're going, well, I can't really see how this could go any further, but there's no way they're just going to end it like this. And then the screen goes black and the credits pop, and I was like, oh, yeah, they did. That's hmm. my artsy. No, nope. I wouldn't call it that. New, um, no remorse? On Amazon? No. Oh, have you watched that? Did you say yes. you did? Is it good? Uh, I didn't find it. It's the like, thing, but it was good. I mean, it was really cool. It's the guy that plays Creed. Oh, God. Yes. What's his name? I'm blanking on his name. Damn it. Right. Michael. 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 B. Jordan. B. Jordan. And it's the Tom Clancy thing. Yes. And it's uh, for sequels. I mean, I, I wanted to really be grabbed and pulled in, which I wasn't. And maybe that's because I watch it like it. I turn it on at 11 at night before I go to bed and, you know, I'm half asleep. And But it, it didn't grab me and I really wanted it to. But it was really good. The action was great. The first eight minutes are like you're in a, what, a Black Ops video game. It's pretty cool. I made Asher watch the first eight minutes and he's like, I've done that. I've done that. I've done that. I'm a little dude, but see your your review. Listen to this review. I'll repeat back basically what you said. I, I hope it didn't know. grab me. It wasn't gripping, but it's really good. And I'm like, well, the trailer doesn't grab me, but I'm I'm curious because I love the actor. So I'm just I well, don't know. I, I would I would say it's really good because the actor is he's one of those actors you like to watch. I mean, no matter yeah, what. Yeah, he's awesome. You're, you just you want to watch it. and uh, uh, the action's really really good uh, it's just the story just didn't the story itself the story itself and maybe some of the directing didn't pull those heartstrings that you want to really draw you into the movie it just didn't do that for me and like I say that might be because I watched it in two sittings because I fell asleep oh. the first time late at night and finished it working the next day so right I, you know, maybe those were factors because I wasn't, you know, just completely focused on the movie. Right. But, you know, I think it missed, I honestly think it missed those marks. But it's it's really good. I'll watch it again probably two or three more times. But it's not like, I don't know. I can't think of a movie that I want to think of right now. But I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> oh, Agent Cub says the ending was blah. What? Agent Cub says the ending was very yeah. blah. It was set up, so let's do a series of movies, definitely. Yeah. I don't think I uh, I don't know. I, I you know, I like um oh my god, what's the one with the dude from the office that's a series? Oh, it's the same Tom Clancy writer. Yeah, I know, but what's the Jack Ryan. Jack, Jack. Ryan I love. Those are great. So, yeah, I can't wait for the next. And you know, there, you know, uh, Amazon. I believe it's Amazon got the rights for uh, Dennis and I were just talking about him, the Tom Cruise, where Tom Cruise should never have played the character. Oh, Reacher, Jack Reacher. Yeah, yeah. Jack Reacher's. Yeah, you know, you you know, they got the rights to that, and That's you know cool. who they cast. Those movies are good. It's funny because I've read some of the Reacher stuff, and I see Tom Cruise, and I'm like, he's well, you know who they, you know who supposedly is cast to play him in those. Oh, they're getting somebody else. 
Yeah, for oh. the show. For the series. For the series. You watch oh. Teen Titans on DC Plus? Or yes. It, the guy that plays Hawk. Oh, that's awesome. That guy's huge. That's awesome. I love that dude, man. I know. He's awesome. He's a, he's a great Hawk. He's a great superhero. I love that dude. He was I know. Where he was a, a boxer, I think, or something. Slow budget movie. He's a boxer and he's kind of. Oh, wait, really? Yeah. What was that on? All movie. It's probably on Amazon or Netflix. Oh, no. I never I saw that. I'd search it up, but I can't even. I don't even know his name. But it was yeah, really good. You just had to search Teen Titans. And it's just, you know, that movie grabbed me more than No Remorse. Oh, yeah. I can imagine. This is so funny. I can't, but I still can't believe it's Park Sears. Is he putting out a book on Indiegogo? No. No. I am doing a book with a new company called Zoop. Oh, show the cover if you want. Uh, July 6th, it should. It's a new crowdfunding platform. Show the, show the, share the screen again. Oh, Mikey's coloring it and it looks awesome. Oh, has he done it yet or no? He's working on it. He sent me like some, he sent me like, Two samples, like he's got oh, like cool. at the top done. Let me share. Is he still doing Maiden? Uh, I no. Oh, um, Ooh. he's done those heads at the top there, and he did them normal lit and then lit from Brutes and the Pumpkins Orange Energy. Oh, cool. Like, Which one do you like? I'm like they both look awesome. So I'm kind of hoping he does them both, and I have to choose. Well, explain what it is so people know. This is a uh, small book. It's five by eight, uh, 148 pages of headshots that I have nice. of which I've done probably 400 at least. I don't know. I've done a lot of headshots. And uh, I will probably do a headshot a day during the campaign. Oh, that's cool. Fresh new headshot. I'm going to do characters I've never done before for those headshots. So that should be fun. Oh. It's still getting worked on all the details, but. Yeah, that'll be weird. How We're going to do a launch event, too. I don't know oh, cool. how that's going to work out. Probably with my new, uh, uh, I don't know if it's Twitter or YouTube or what it is that uh, J-Pen works with me on. Oh, wait, is that the Instagram? That I've seen that's yeah. it's a yeah. different name. It's yeah, it's Instagram. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got some stuff coming up for that. We're gonna do a launch on of the campaign on there. Oh, that's cool. that entail yet, but some cool oh, stuff. Here's a, here's a good question for you. Artist you yourself fanboyed over when you met him. I want to say no one. <laughs> yeah. Joe Hubert. Nope. Jose Dalbo? No. Nope. <laughs> you never met John Buscema, right? I did not. No. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is obvious, Michael. Duh. As soon as I walked into his class. <laughs> as soon as I walked into his class, besides, he said, that young man cuts a fine jib. Once he saw my art, he goes, and he draws like an MFer. <laughs> With a little of my... Bart goes, with a little of my spit shine and polish, he will draw like an mf -er. <laughs> You never no. met Kirby either, right? I think people are people. Yeah. You never met Kirby, right? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. 
I did not think so. Uh, Brian Blevins is saying, I love Bart Sears, but I'm not not saying it. Your XO Man of War work changed my life. I will own some original art one day. Oh, yes. I, well, he has an XO cover he's selling. Yes, you can look at it right now. So if you want to buy a cover of XO, he's got one for sale. Well, that's fortuitous. It's super fortuitous. Look at your big words. I know, and you can't even pronounce it. It's super fortuitous. <laughs> there you go. I'll show it. For sale, XO Man of War. Uh, Borderlands Bear. Yep. It's a very cover for yep. Borderlands. So there you go. So, Brian, if you want, uh, that is for sale. So there you go. That's super sweet. Okay, let's let's end with let's let's end with NFL predictions. I know you're just going to say, "Oh God, it's going to be the Bucks going to the Super Bowl again." Uh, well, I'm not going to say that, but yeah, they will. What do you think? <laughs> let's go with this then. Let's go with this thing because we know it's not going to be a perfect season. What would you predict now? Not even knowing who they're playing because that doesn't come out till the 12th. Their, their season will end up looking like record. Well, 17 games this season, right? Uh, I think. They start the season? Should be. Should I be. think so. I think so. I, I think they will be 12 and 5. Ooh. Wow. What's the pack going at this year, Dennis? <laughs> and, and Dennis, wow. here, I'll give you this. I'll give you this. You can even go with two options. The, the, with the Rodgers and the without, without. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I'm going to go 10 wins with Rodgers. And I, I'm I'm going to go nine wins without Rodgers. Oh, my God. I wow. Holy crap. Wow. And I, I'm going to say I think Rodgers I, retires out of spite. And I think Jordan Love gets it, and he's our diamond in the rough, and we never look back. Yeah, there you go, Bart. Prediction. Does Rodgers retire, or does he keep playing? Oh, he goes to Denver. Oh, you're calling Denver, huh? Yeah. He's not going to give up yet. He's, it's he's the, it's the like only place they'll trade him. Full time. He still has fun going out there. <clears throat> Discount double check. Yep. Miss that. He's still good enough to to play. He knows it. Oh, he is. He is, and nobody's saying he's not. He just wants everything on his own terms, irregardless, which isn't a real word, of what his contract says. Well, now I'll predict Dallas because I know you guys are dying to know my prediction. They will. They you can just they use will, one hand. They will win the NFC East. With five wins? Nine <laughs> wins. That's how bad the NFC is going to be. Nine they'll, win, they'll, they'll win the East with nine wins. Do you know what? I think the Giants are going to have something to say about that, not to mention the Washington. We really don't have a football name team. Yeah, Bart, I don't know if you saw that, but I saw a story about a week or so ago that they might just leave that name for the Washington as the football the team. The Washington football team. That's because they lame. Yeah. They well, they the article, the headline. I didn't even read the article. The headline pretty much just said that everybody's kind of used to it now. 
because nobody's like, used to the Redskins or nobody's used to the Giants. I mean, so never any. It's 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 been a year. Trust me, get a good name, and they'll be used to that ten years from now. Yes, <laughs> actually, they'll be used to it halfway through the season. So exactly, exactly. <laughs> so look at that boxing. Marth Free's a boxing and MMA fan. MMA fan, and I bet they would have more wins than the Cowboys. <laughs> Oh. No fair. <laughs> that is just, you know, when the Cowboys take the East and then storm through, since we're all in the NFC, and then storm through the playoffs and make your teams look like little bitches, you'll be going, damn it. He was right. I, I, I'm ready for that. When I turn 75, I'll be waiting for that day. I'm sorry. Who won the playoff? Who won our playoff CBS pool last year? That that's got the nothing Dallas to do Cowboys? with the Cowboys. The Dallas what? Cowboys? No, I no. don't. No. no. Too bad you you don't play for Dallas then. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know I'm too old now. <laughs> now I could. I I could have in my prime. In my prime, I could have. If I didn't want to sling a pencil, I could have been out there passing it down the field. The prime's down the road. No, my prime's. <laughs> oh. Well, I only need one hand. Right. Two. Yeah, sometimes yep. I need two for win. Well, not for wins. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Ouch, so Ow. sad. What else you want to plug, Bart? Anything else? Uh, not that I can think of right now, but I really have to go to the bathroom too. So, so <laughs> in my mind, we're, that is a good way to end the show. We're all good. We uh, we want to thank you for joining us, of course, oh, and uh. You know, that's that's awesome. Thanks. I I do really appreciate it. Um, My pleasure. And and, uh, we'll see you guys on Friday. There's not going to be a show Wednesday because it's my daughter's 18th birthday. So uh, we're not doing a show. That's right. She turns 18. And so we'll be back on Friday at four o'clock to drink a beer and talk comics and whatever else. Well, we we, we, got to show our our great finds at the convention and we're going to talk a, a little TV, a little movies, and, uh, but yeah, mainly comic books, because we, big haul, big haul this weekend. That's right. So we'll see everybody on Friday at four o'clock. So everyone have a great night. We'll catch you guys later. Bye, Bye guys. everybody. Bye. Bye.